with feel good music by day, relaxing music by night. This is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. Probably the best breakfast show. This is Inspire Breakfast with Steve Twynham. So here we are. We've all been experiencing um, lockdown, and we're all we're all itching, I guess, to. Uh, to get away, to get out and enjoy some, um, well, some enjoyment. And uh, joining on my line, the, on the line now is uh, is Steve Spencer from Not Just Travel. We're going to explore what's happening in the in the travel world, Steve. How are you? I'm very well, Steve. Thank you. Yeah, very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Before we do that, just tell me a little bit about Not Just Travel. What's uh, what do you do? Right. Um, Not Just Travel is uh, a franchise-based business um, with a head office in Bournemouth. Um, We've got a great support network down there. Um, But we're also backed by Hayes Travel, um, who you will have heard of, John and Irene Hayes, who um, I think came into the more into the public limelight last year when they suddenly acquired over 500 um, Thomas Cook High Street travel shops. Uh, to already, you know, to add to their already uh, quite large estate network of of retail outlets. Um, so yeah, we've got a great backing. Hayes Travel um, have a, a turnover of over two billion pounds annually. Um, we've got access to over five hundred suppliers, um, and we can do well. We can provide any holiday uh, or travel experience from a sort of a. a I don't know, a spa break uh, or even an afternoon cream tea in a hotel um, right through up to a six-star round-the-world cruise so, uh, and everything in between. So if, if, if you can think of it, we can pretty much do it. You can, you can do it. You can plan it. You can take, I think I'm right in saying, Steve, you, you take the stress away, don't you? You take the Absol- stress away. Absolutely, absolutely. And the key thing, um, we, we started this business, um, well, my wife started it initially last September. Um, I was training uh, quite heavily up to the end of the year. I officially joined the business with her on the 1st of January this year. Um, we just started to to build some momentum, shall we say, and then obviously the COVID hit in March, um, which was... Uh, massive you know and it's another word unprecedented gets banded around um in in all sorts of circles around this but it really has been um you know and and for us it's it's been a massive um learning curve um but the, the first um i think our first priority obviously was to the customers who were overseas um at the time with uh um, we'd to get in touch to get those people back um, as quickly as possible and as safely as possible. Um, and then it's it's basically then been a support service really um, for a few months, just trying to rearrange customers' trips who have been affected uh, in the in the period between March and and now really, and um, just trying to rearrange trips for those people or alternatively um, get refunds for them. You know, if, if they've changed their minds and decided that they don't actually want to, to go ahead. Good. And Steve, you know, like you say, what you offer, you right from the cream tea right to the, the, the cruise. It's a, it's a vast array what you offer. Because I think I'm right in saying as well, um, from when I've talked to you in the past when we've been networking together and things like that, you have access to holidays that are not out there in the public domain, don't you, as well? 
We do indeed, yes. Um, that's a good point, Stephen. It's one of my um, key uh, USPs, I would say, really, that um, only 62% of holidays um, are available on customer uh, facing websites so there's a you know there's a, a huge 38 percent um, that's agent only shall we say um, that we can tap into um, and in, in that 38 percent there are some great deals um, so you know we we explore um, a lot of different options for our customers that they that they can't find for themselves cool and see the, the other one of the, the key points as well because i know uh, again People often think that uh, they say, wait a minute, if I, if I go to Steve, if I go to Steve, I'm going to have to pay an extra blooming percentage on my holiday. But again, I don't think that's the case either, is it? No, it's not. And, and in, in many cases, we can, actually, um, we can actually beat the online offer as well because um, we don't charge for our service. We get paid a commission by the holiday companies uh, for selling their products. Um, so, you know, and, and again, because we're backed by Hayes, Hayes have great buying power. They can negotiate some, you know, some really good rates really out there. Um, so, yeah, we, we are, you know, in many cases as cheap as or cheaper than, um, you know, the equivalent. Um, and on certain specialist holidays, um, they're just not available to the, to the traveling public. Some it's really good, good couple of points there, and and I saw a phrase you used recently. I thought and I loved it. I think it said, "Book and relax." I think it said. Yes, yes. that's <laughs> a new, that's a new initiative that we've launched recently. Um, one of the key messages that we've we've been receiving from people over these past few months, um, obviously, there's been a real hesitancy around wanting to to book travel. Um, and particularly overseas travel, um, which is understandable. Um, so we've we've um, working in partnership with uh, quite a number of our key suppliers now. Um, have have been able to introduce lots of uh, more flexible terms. Um, so that can be things like uh, the ability to cancel or amend your holiday uh, free of charge up to six weeks before departure. Um, which is great because you know we 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 are in uncertain times. We've been in uncertain times. Um, hopefully, we are now starting to come out the other side, um, and there is some light at the end of the tunnel. But nevertheless, people still want some reassurance. You know, they they work hard, um, save hard for the holidays. We want to give them that that um, comfort and peace of mind that when they book their holiday with us. Um, should they need to change or should, um, you know, circumstances dictate the, the, the can change if the book on one of these book and relax, um, they can change it rather on one of these book and relax holidays. Um, we also offer um, low deposits, um, shorter um, um, payment times for the balance, you know, whereas normally the balance can be, um, sort of 14 weeks before departure when it's due um, with a book and relax it, it can be up to six weeks before departure um, and we also offer um, interest-free direct debit payments as well which is a big selling point um, you know if people are spending several thousand pounds on a family holiday um, you know the ability to be able to spread that cost over maybe 10 12 15 months 
um, you know, just makes it that much more affordable to them. Well, do you know what you see? You just just by having these conversations, you learn something every day, mate. I never knew that. That was that's awesome. That's that's great. So, where are we right now then? Because I was on a call this morning with somebody, and um, they've they've booked holiday to Turkey. We've we've got all these phrases that I don't totally understand, air bridges and all that. But where are we? What's happening with the sector now? What's with the travel restrictions being lifted? Help me well, out. <laughs> well, at this, at this moment in time, Steve, um, as, as we speak, um, you know, we, we are hotly anticipating the, the government announcing um, some relaxation of the travel restrictions. Um, we are confident that that is going to be announced. Um, we, we were hoping it was going to be announced yesterday, actually, but um, I think we're now looking at possibly tomorrow. Um, but the rumours are that there will be some reciprocal arrangements in place um, between the UK and uh, a number of countries around the world where the the risk is um, the coronavirus risk is deemed to be either lower or no worse than ours. Um, and those reciprocal or air bridge arrangements, as they the, the seem to be called, um, will allow the the citizens of the countries concerned to travel between each other's countries um, without the need to quarantine at either end um, so that opens up the flexibility for uk holidaymakers to travel um, on their summer holidays um, you know without having to worry about um, going into isolation for two weeks on the return because clearly for many people um, you know that's that wouldn't be feasible um, you know, you, you, you can't afford to take four weeks of your annual leave every year to take a two-week holiday. And I don't think people would would um, would want to do that or would wear that. So, um, it, yeah, this is this is a game-changer for us um, in the current climate. And uh, we're confident that, you know, it's going to get things moving again. Steve, is there any indication of what countries might have these air bridges in place? Um, well, any, uh, any indication? Um, there's been lots of rumour and hearsay, um, but yeah, the, the, the usual favourites in Europe, Spain, Greece, Italy, um, you know, Cyprus, they, they, they're, the, they're the main ones. Um, there's talk, there, there was some question mark over Portugal last week, not quite sure whether Portugal will be on the list straight away, um, but we hopeful it will be. Um, France, um, uh, hopefully Turkey, um, Cyprus, you know, so pretty much anywhere in the med um, will be on the list. And then you, you know, the European countries such as Finland, Norway, Denmark, Germany, um, Holland, Belgium, um, Poland will also be on the list as well. So um, it should pretty much open up access to Europe. Um, and then we'll just see what long haul destinations, um, you know, may come through as well. Um, we're not sure on the US at the moment, um, but certainly some of the Caribbean countries are opening up. Dubai's opening up on the 7th of July. Um, so the Middle East could be, you know, could be a possibility as well. Right. Yeah. Because um, I should be going out to Australia. Should be. <laughs> All right. When's that? Well, that, well, that was going to be, um, it should be within the next two weeks, actually, but that won't oh, be happening. No, no. Uh, but uh, but we, we've rearranged it and sorted it all out. But see, there's, there's one bit about the, the air bridge term. So that's the agreement about not having to quarantine. But there's a question that 
um, may people may have. What, what about on the plane itself then? You know, because what there'll need to be some sort of restrictions, guidelines on the plane, won't they? Yeah, um, we we the word that we're getting from the airlines is that there's going to be strict protocols in place, um, and that's from arriving at the airport. Really, um, the only people that will be allowed in the terminal building. Uh, will be passengers or obviously staff and, and crews, people who are working in, in that environment. Um, but then there will be regular um, hand sanitizing stations. They're looking at a no-touch um, policy, so there'll be a lot of self-scanning of um, boarding passes, um, things of that nature. Once you get on the plane, um, many airlines will not be operating the traditional um, sale of food and beverages um you know you will be asked to wear face masks at all times um and the the airlines are going to deep clean the aircraft um every night so the morning when you get on it it will be all freshly nicely cleaned um and then the the crews will be regularly um spraying down the the, the sort of high touch contact areas really but um, and, and the air on an aeroplane as well, which is um, probably a common misconception. Um, you know, the, the air on these planes is so highly filtered. Um, they, they use HEPA filters, um, which um, draw the air in at, at the top of the cabin and blow it out at the bottom. The air is recycled fully every 30 minutes. Um, and these filters are accurate to about 99% or something. They take um, virtually everything out of the atmosphere as, as they recirculate the air. Um, and they do say that they, that they are equivalent to a, you know, the, the, air, this, the air is as sterile as it would be in a, a typical hospital operating theatre. So um, I think when people do pick up bugs on planes, it's probably not from what they're breathing in. It's probably more that the the, in, in the past they've touched tables and the, and the, the, the armrests on the seats so they've gone to the toilet um, it, it's, it's the touch points probably where the germs have lurked rather than the, in the air okay and they're covering that by a lot of deep cleaning and sanitizing yeah. so yeah. What, what, what about what about separation on the seats then because I guess that you know obviously it seems obvious but I don't know might not be the planes are not going to be full are they um, most airline well Certainly, some of the airlines are intending to run them full, um, and and the, the the risk is considered to be less if you sat um, sort of back to front and side by side rather than face to face. Uh -huh. um, but by you know some enforcing the wearing of masks, um, you know, will stop the um, you know that 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 should help mm. stop the the spread of anything on there. Um, and there will also be temperature checks as well. Um, before people are allowed to um, sort of travel through the airports and, and ultimately board the planes as well, so well, that's, well, there's some, there are lots of lots of uh, there's going to be lots of checks and balances in place. Yeah, so, so some some great information there, Steve. Because there's one thing I, I thought I thought the airplane it'd be seat empty seat seat empty seat. <laughs> but no. no, so you you know people have been in the lockdown and um so are, are you already seeing a bit of an uptake in in um people booking holidays and, and if so where are they off to it is are we doing staycations are we yeah very much so steve the the um 
we we started getting a lot more inquiries about four weeks ago um at that time um there were all for 2021 in fact we've done one for 2022 as well um and uh we've we've done several bookings for 2021 uh, but in the last sort of week or so well probably the last since the back end of last week so last five days or so we've um it's switched more to to this year um and and you know very sort of near term really so people looking to get away in the school summer holidays um or possibly september october um and yeah the uk um staycation market um is booming at the moment um lots of people um you know deciding to stay closer to home but equally we're getting lots of inquiries for people wanting to jump on a plane and and um get some guaranteed sunshine as well yeah and just another one that's just come to me steve as as we're talking because when when covid19 broke i mean we had all the the, with the cruise ships (laughs) yeah and everybody stuck on the cruise ships any indication of what's happening with that market is that is that picking up are people still booking yes uh we are seeing uh the word from the industry is that the cruise bookings are actually um are actually very strong um for next year um i think a lot of the the again the the cruise lines are um very familiar with having to be uh very sort of sterile environments they've they've got to keep things clean and um, because they're, they're used to having so many people uh in close quarters lots of touch points on there um so ships are generally um clean to a very high standard anyway um and the cruise market uh is yeah is is ready to get going again uh, uh certainly there's a lot of interest for 2021 wow God, well, well, Steve, you know, you've shared lots of information with us so far. And I guess, you know, people may have questions. They may want to come back to you and have a chat with you and find out more. And, you know, you can advise them on various things that are happening in the in the sector. Because let's be thinking, things have changed, changed by the hour, don't they, sometimes? Change at least by the day. So if yeah. they want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Um, right, yeah. Um, well, it's actually, as I said, it's my wife and I who, who run the franchise. Um, she started it initially. So the, um, the email address is deborah.spencer at notjusttravel.com. Uh, we do have a, a website as well. So we urge people to look at that. That is www.debrahspencer.notjusttravel.com. And the phone number is 07939. Double one, double zero, three nine. Don't you have a Facebook page as well, where you where you post information? We do, and we have lots of offers on there, and we have lots of uh, travel uh, tips, and we do destination features, um, and and just lots of fun facts as well. So, um, and and as I say, lots of offers that go on there. Um, we we generally put um, well, a f- sort of four or five offers on per week. Um, and a lot of those are agent-only offers, so they are offers that are exclusive um, to agents. Um, and the Facebook page is just, um, it's not just travel, Stephen Debbie. Wonderful. Well, look, plenty of information there, plenty of things for people to uh, look out for and check out. And uh, Steve, a big thank you for joining us today and sharing that information. And uh, whatever you are doing for the rest of your day, mate, have, uh, have a wonderful day.
Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure and it's great to speak to you. And uh, yeah, let's all go on holiday. Yes, let's do it. Let's go on holiday. <laughs> let's get the bucket and spade out and get on a plane and yeah, enjoy it. Okay, yeah. Steve, it's been great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. This Bye-bye. is Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio.